The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you've wanted to go behind the scenes with your favorite sports figure or entertainment personality, this is the show for you. Darnell has successfully bridged the gap between both and is ready to share his stories and his guest stories with you. Now, here's Darnell. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to another episode of OTS, Outside the Spotlight. I am your host, Darnell Autry. And I, I wanted to take a minute uh, to thank uh, J.D. Harris uh, for coming in uh, to the show last week. I think it was it was excellent. I'm, I'm always fascinated when you start talking about American football in other countries and it being developed and youth playing, you know, American football and the potential that uh, you know football has going internationally. I think it's uh, I think it's uh, tremendous. And again, like I said uh, last week, that you know football is the last holdout for international. So you know when that finally breaks. Hopefully, you know, I'm in the mix and I can see it, you know, uh, on the forefront and I can see how it would develop, but I'd love to be involved. So uh, I'd like to thank him very much for, for sharing. I'd also like to uh, thank uh, one of my guys, Scott Powers. Uh, Scott Powers wrote a couple articles uh, about me, um, one for the Northwestern Illinois game and sort of get my take and read on the game and sort of, um, you know, get my thoughts on how it was when we played at Illinois because it was, uh, you know, it's a big game. It's interstate rival, and uh, so he, he wrote a, he wrote a great article about you know how I feel about that. Um, obviously, it sucked that we lost the game, but it, 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 I think the game turned out exactly the way it always has. It's always been close. It's always been tight. It's always been, uh, uh, you know brutal and and I discovered that I was actually 2 and 1 versus Illinois not 3 and 0 which that sucks cuz I thought that we were that was 3 and 0 but hey it happens it is what it is you know no big deal no big deal loss as a freshman one as a sophomore junior either way uh I'd like to thank Scott for uh for that article and then he wrote another article about me and it was sort of a spin-off of the of the one for Illinois and and basically it was a uh a Chicago ESPN uh article and basically it was like uh, covering um uh, Heisman Trophy finalists, Heisman Trophy winners, and so uh, he did an article about me, and I and I appreciate. It. I think it's great, and again, you know, having been not played for you know over ten years, and 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 have been away from uh, you know Northwestern for that long, you know, that people still care and still want to write and and still interested. I think that's amazing, and I'm and I'm constantly and always humbled by um, people's interest and uh, and honored. Always honored. So uh, thank you very much, Scott uh, Powers. I appreciate it. Uh, and then I also like to thank uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Scholey. He was a guest on my show probably a couple yeah a couple weeks ago, and he's a uh, he's a great wealth of knowledge uh, on the NFL, and and he's going to. Uh, so he, you know, after the show, after he did our show, he actually uh, mentioned uh, our radio, my radio show on his show with the uh, um, basketball lingerie league, which I, I greatly appreciated. Again, uh, him spreading the word and 
him helping helping the cause and being a part of the team because he's always a part of the team uh, here at OTS. So uh, I thank him very much for that. And lastly, uh, I'd also like to thank uh, my sister uh, for allowing me to kick her butt in fantasy football because she got worked and it was awesome. It was so sweet. I was 0-3. I was 0-3. I was getting blasted every week. And then finally... Last week, I had her on my schedule. She's 3-0. and She's feeling great about herself. And she got out there, and her squad got worked. So, <laughs> I love it. It is so sweet. So, you know, at home, you know, maybe, maybe I could probably learn a little bit in tact and couth uh, and sportsmanship on how to win Um the right way and not brag and gloat and or do a dance and or make up songs about how terrible um, she was and how terrible her team did. So I could probably use some some of that training, but until I get that, <laughs> it's so good. It is so sweet because now I'm one and three. She is three and one. And no matter what happens from here on out, I still won. So we play again, I think, in week 14 or something like that. But it it was sweet. So thank you very much, Danielle, for uh, being terrible this week and not putting in um, uh, the right tight end. <laughs> so anyway, so I wanted to take a, a moment to address uh, Steve Jobs, uh, him passing away. And uh, I read an um, I read an article earlier today that was written by a Yahoo Sports a gentleman by the name of Mike Silver, and and it was a, it was really poignant and really um, inspiring and and thought provoking article, uh, and and essentially the article started out with uh, uh, or uh, I can't remember the guy's first name or he's the guy he's the offensive lineman that did uh, that did blindside his Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I guess it got out that he tweeted, you know, can somebody tell me who who Steve Jobs is? And, you know, when I first read that, I was like, oh, man, this is really? Seriously? You don't know? You have no idea? So I, I started getting kind of upset because, you know, come on. How do you not know who Steve Jobs is? So that's what I started thinking about, you know, when I first started reading the article. And Mike did something really uh, amazing with the article. And essentially his point was is that, you know, we, it's understandable that we all end up living in our own bubbles, right? We all, we all have our own things that we focus on. Some people just focus on sports. Uh, some people just focus on, uh, 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 you know, their work. Some people just focus on their family. Some people just have, you know, they, they, their lives or their kids. And so they don't necessarily get an opportunity to, uh, you know, sort of get outside of the bubble and see what's really going on around them and and understand that the that the world does go on and that you know people make impacts like Steve Jobs I mean Steve Jobs impact on the world is is you know very few people have ever made this kind of impact that Steve Jobs had but his point was not to to was to respect it and and mourn him but at the same time he he made it feel as though yeah life is going to continue to go on you know, just like sports, like, you know, and, and he addressed the fans and he made it very clear and, and made it made some very funny points about, you know, in the end result, you know, football is still a sport. It's still a game. And, you know, our lives are not 
uh, well, some people's lives are, are centered and focused on whether or not their team wins and whether or not the players on the other team, how bad they are and how much you hate them and all these other things. But in the end, um, you know, get outside your bubble. In the end, see what's going on in the world and, 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 and keep things in perspective. You know, keep the game of football in perspective. Keep life in general in perspective. And, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to share a little bit about you know, for those of you that are not all that familiar with uh, Steve Jobs, uh, I think a lot of people know that he's the uh, co-founder and, and CEO of of Apple Inc. And, and a lot of people may or may not know that he's also um, he he bought um, uh, what is it? Uh, he bought the graphic division, and I'm looking at this on on, on Wikipedia. So I'm, <laughs> this is not coming right off the top of the dome. I'm really I'm reading off the computer here but you know he he uh he took over in 1986 he took over the um uh, lucas films the graphic uh graphics division the computer graphics division and he took that over and and that ultimately became pixar and so you know pixar's impact on the on the animation game has been as is, is been absolutely crazy uh you know he's done you know he's the apple guy he's the one that that essentially started you know one of the you know, he's he's just as big an impact as I would say as uh, as as Gates has been, and so you know, what an incredible life he lived, um, what an incredible man, um, and and again, I could only hope to have that kind of impact. I mean, I think we all can only dream to have that kind of impact, and 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 I do get the sense that you know Jobs was. Um, uh, for all intents and purposes, again, I don't know him personally. I never met him, but everything that I've read, it's he's a, he was a family guy. Loved his wife, uh, pretty passionate about what he does, and you know, it, it is really humbling to think that you know a man that's worth seven billion dollars, um, you know, and, and has had such an impact that there's no amount of money or, or or amount of success that could have changed the outcome of pancreatic cancer. I mean, he had it; he's battled it for seven years, and you know, even with all those, with the money, the resources, the the medical attention, he probably got the best in the world. You know, even that, you know, couldn't fight that off. And so, um, I'd like to take a, a moment, at least, to to acknowledge and and uh, recognize um, the things that he's done. So, I'm going to take a few seconds just to take a, a moment of silence. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, again, thank you very much, Steve Jobs, for all that you've done uh, and the impact that you've had. Um, we greatly appreciate it, and I'm sure it's had a bigger impact on me and my life more than I could ever know. And, and I honestly have not spent uh, as much time, I guess, thinking about those things, obviously, because, again, I'm, I've been in my bubble, too. I've been trying to do, you know, handle my business as well. So um, it's a great article by Mike Silver that just sort of, hey, Take take uh, take stock of what's going on around you. You know, really appreciate what's what's happening around you. Um, so okay, so we're done with that. Um, so now, since I'm here in Arizona and the studios here in Arizona, I kind of wanted to um, take a little uh, take a minute to sort of address uh, these Arizona Cardinals. Um, and you know, growing up, I was a fan because I I lived here. But I wasn't uh, a fan like I wore their jerseys or I went to all their games or, um, you know, I had guys that I really that I liked on the team, you know, Stump Mitchell. Um, 
I can't think of any of other ones off the top of my head, but Stump Mitchell sort of sticks out because he he ended up being a high school coach around here. But um, so I was I was I was a fan from a distance. I didn't live and die and 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 breathe uh, Cardinal football. But I did learn that, um, and a lot of people may not know, is that the 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 franchise is the oldest um, franchise in the NFL. Um, so. That kind of took me by surprise, and I think they're taking into account when it moved around and where it started. And again, I don't, I don't have the history or the background or none of that. I just know that that's one of the facts that I learned um, within the last couple of weeks. So I was pretty impressed. So, so now, so now they're they're three and one, uh, and obviously a lot of people know that there's been a lot of changes uh, to the team. I guess one of the biggest, most notable changes is that they've they've added uh, Kevin Cobb, which I like. I think I think Kevin Cobb is a great quarterback. I think he's really athletic. I think he reminds me a lot of um, uh, uh, of Drew Brees uh, in his ability to to be creative and and get outside the pocket and make. I don't think he's as uh, again, he's not as seasoned as Drew Brees because Drew Brees has, has had an opportunity to do it for a lot longer. But I do think that greatness. For Kevin Cobb is coming. Um, I love I love the running game that they've got with uh, with Beanie. I think that was you know I think that's a great move that they have. He's really starting to step up and now so now Arizona hasn't had for a long time they haven't really had a a, a running game. So now you got Beanie. You got Kevin Cobb, and of course, you know you got Larry, who's who's the man. Larry Fitzgerald is the man. So you got all of these these pieces, right? So I, I, I get the sense that it's just a matter of putting it all together, right, at one time. You know, I mean, I think the last couple of weeks uh, going through the schedule, so the first game they came out, they had a win against Carolina, which, you know, it's uh, a rookie quarterback, which is great. I mean, he's a great quarterback. He's he's really starting to show flashes, and that's uh, Cam Newton. He's shown some flashes, but, you know, Arizona was able to pull that out. Uh, lost to a Washington team that I think is uh, – Really growing and, and their confidence is growing every week and they're, they're getting the big wins that they need to get. And so, you know, that, you know, and then you got, I guess, what's his name? You know, Rex Grossman, you know, predicting that they're going to win the division or whatever, which I think that fueled them. Uh, and you got Shanahan over there who's, who's from out, from what I hear is a great, is a great coach. Uh, the players seem to really respond to him. So the, you, you face the Washington team, and then and then you drop the next week. Then you drop to a Seattle team, which I'm just not sure. I, I, I don't I don't know what to make of Seattle at all. I have I have no. Uh, I, I just don't I just don't know what to make of it. I mean they. You know, a couple of years ago, they were in the in the limelight when Carroll came. You know, took over the team, and they were doing really well. But then now it's just sort of this this thing I, you know Seattle's one of those teams I just think that they're just this thing and and they have some talent on their team but they just can't put it together I don't know how I feel about Hasselback but I, I think he's I think he's okay I think he's adequate I think he can uh, obviously win games but you know for Cardinals to to lose that was was pretty tough I, and I think I think if I if I I think if I'm not mistaken, they they had the lead at the at the, towards the end of the game and sort of just let Seattle get back into the game, and then of course, uh, you know, last week uh, they lost to the Giants. And again, I apologize for speaking in generals, but uh, you know they lost to the Giants uh, pretty handily. And 
So I think I think there's there's some soul searching that that needs to happen. So we're gonna take a we're gonna take a break right now, and then when we get back, we're gonna see we're gonna start talking about you know different components of the team, and then um, we'll go from there. All right, so uh, we'll be back. Darnell Autry, OTS, Voice America. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports sports have become a big part of everyone's lives today we all have that team that we live and breathe to follow we watch hours of football on tv play madden sports on our gaming system and our wives can't seem to tear us from the couch if this sounds like you or if you're a football wife who wants a few words we want to hear from you listen for life love and sports Featuring your host, Ron Dixon. Ron takes you inside the world of sports and finds out what you, the fan, are talking about today. Listen Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. Play ball! If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner. Talking baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner Talking Baseball with Jim Lairitz is heard every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1 888 346 9144. That's 1 888 346 9144. Or send an email to Darnell at darnellautry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you very much, Jolene. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, again, I don't, I don't know if that's the girl's name, but every week I'm going to change her name up until maybe she calls in the show and then we actually get her name and then I can actually thank her with her real name. Um, anyway, so, so we're back. We're talking, we're talking, uh, Arizona Cardinals football and, uh, I, I, I pulled up the depth chart and I'm, and I'm looking offensively and I'm, again, I, I look at the pieces, and I think the pieces that they have are, are great. I mean, they've got, you know, Beanie Wells, like I said, has come on strong. Uh, Andre Roberts is 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 a quality receiver at, you know, early Doucette. And you've got, you know, Chancey Stuckey, who, uh, you know, has his moments. You got, of course, you got Larry. Uh, and then I think you got an offensive line that, that, that is, that's adequate. But, you know, I think, I think there is, uh, a mentality thing that is happening with them. Obviously, you know, with last week's loss, I mean, they, you know, they gave up that game. You know, Giants came back, scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. And I, I don't know how that happens, but it does. You know, it, it, my dad asked me all the time, like, how does that happen? Like, I know the inner secrets to 
why teams decide to either A, you know, stop playing or B, change up the game plan of what they were doing that caught them to lead or, or whether or not, you know, why, why quarterbacks throw interceptions. I, you know, I, that, I, that I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know the secrets. Uh, a lot of people ask me things uh, about the NFL. I mean, I, I get it. They ask me because I'm, you know, because I played. But I assure you, folks, <laughs> I, 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 a lot of the times I'm at a loss as much as you are. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. And you know, the, overall, it looks like that. You know, overall, they're ranked passing 14th, which is okay. I mean, rushing, it's 16th, okay. Uh, but the defense, I think, again, the defense is where it's at. I mean, obviously ranked overall opponent against, you know, opponents passing yards. I mean, you're ranked 26th, you know, uh, and I, and I think, I think defensively, they've got some, they've got some good players. You know, I'm looking, uh, pull up the defensive roster. I mean, Darnell Dockett, which I think is awesome because he's got the same name. Um, you know, Darnell Dawkins, you got, you know, Daryl Washington, I think he's a young, you know, young talented uh linebacker, Hagens, uh, you know, AJ Jefferson who's who's really showed some some really f- some special things. You know, Adrian Wilson, you know what to expect from him. You know, Kerry Rhodes. I mean, I so I Joey Porter who who's been there and done that. He's a proven veteran and proven star. So, I I they've got it. I think they've got the pieces. It's just a matter of like playing a full game, I guess. You know, putting it all together and when you have an opponent down, you know, not changing up the game plan or getting away from the run or, or, you know, when you're running to start throwing the ball or, so I, I think it's just really a matter of, of sticking with the game plan, you know? And, you know, this week, I don't, I don't know what to make of it. So I have to be honest that I'm in a pool, right? So I, I, I do a work pool every, every week and, I'm happy to announce that I've won um, two of the last four weeks. I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there, not because I have inside information. I just happen to be guessing the right teams. So, uh, you know, no inside information, just just picking the right teams. But this week, they've got Minnesota, and they've got my guy Donovan McNabb, and we and me and Kevin talked about Donovan uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I'm a huge fan of Donovan McNabb. I think he is. Um, I think he's a great player. I think he is a good person because I know him personally. Well, he was. I don't know now if he's, you know, become a jerk or whatever. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can only speak from my past experiences with him. He's been, he's always been great with me and and always been really supportive of my family. And uh, so I, I, you know, I'm a fan of Donovan McNabb. And so I, I think you know, with Donovan and them going over and being in Minnesota, and the Cardinals being one and four, I I picked Minnesota. Now I know there's a lot of Arizona fans out there like, how could you pick Minnesota? That's terrible. You know, you're not a fan. You don't support your home team. Whatever. No, no, it's not that. It's not that. I just think that the sense of urgency to win is with Minnesota. I think Minnesota has to win, and if they don't, I don't know what. What to make? What's going to happen with my guy Donovan? I don't know what's going to happen with his career. I don't know if they're thinking about bringing in somebody else. I mean, you know, it's funny how the NFL now is so um, right here, right now. It always has been. No, don't get me wrong. It's always been that. But I, I always, I always felt like there was this expectation that okay, everybody's going to you're going to need time to develop. You know, I mean, if I'm a new player, I come to a new team. 
I'm going to need time to develop. Uh, whether I'm a veteran, whether or not I'm a rookie, a first round draft pick rookie, seventh, seventh round, there's, there's this developmental time that seems to have completely gone away from the NFL right now. I mean, the NFL seems like it's a right here, right now kind of league. And, you know, I get it. I get it. You know, you don't want to wait as a fan. You can't, you don't want to wait you know, three years, four years to, to see your team do, you know, get to 500. And, and as an organization, you know, you know, that, that's, that's big money. It's a billion dollar business. I get it. I get that they want to see it happen like right now. And, 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 and I think the coaches are on the same kind of schedule. You know, you come in and, you know, everybody wants the next Mike Tomlinson because he came in and he just won. Well, I, I think that that doesn't necessarily always happen. You know, I mean, obviously, his, what he's done with Pittsburgh has been incredible. Absolutely incredible. You know, Sean Payton, again, he's the, 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 the coach for New Orleans. I mean, he's come in, done some really amazing things and, you know, but that's, that's few and far between. You know, I think the reality of it is, is that, you know, it takes time. It's going to take time to develop. So when I think about my guy Donovan, it's going to take him time. Uh, he's got AP there, I, which I think he's a complete beast. I love that. But, you know, he's got a defense that can, that can show up from time to time, but, you know, what other pieces does he have? He needs, he needs time. They need time to put the right pieces together. Long story short it though, I went with Minnesota because I think again, Minnesota needs to win. They, they have to win. It's at home. Uh, it's now week, excuse me, it's week five. I think they, they need the win. Um, so I went with Minnesota because I, again, the Cardinals just not, have, have, have not proven that they can put the, put together a full game. And I think, I, I just, I, I just went with Minnesota. And, the other thing that's going on for the Cardinals is, is that their schedule coming up don't get much easier. I mean, it's it's it does not look nice. I mean, you have the bye week, so hopefully, you know, you can get your team back healthy. Which, by the way, for anybody that's listening and anybody that knows, nobody is really healthy right now. Nobody is really healthy. Everybody in the league right now, if you're a starter, if you play in the games, you're dinged somehow. You've got a jammed finger that just keeps getting jammed. You've got a sprained knee that just keeps getting sore and sore every week. You've got some kind of stinger that happens to you every week. You've got some kind of ailment. Everybody does. That's just, you've got a jammed toe that just, you know, you have to continue to wrap it like crazy. You've got an elbow that's sore. You've got, I mean, whatever. Every, I think everybody is dinged. I think that, that's, it's now the matter of, how bad are these dings, right? I mean, how bad are your injuries? You know, are you dealing with a bunch of, you know, uh, sprains and, you know, uh, things that need to be uh, taped up? You know, that we always talk about the difference between being injured and being hurt. You know, how hurt are you versus how many injuries do you have? Injuries you can't play with. Being hurt, you know, you can, you know, you can get through it. Now, whether or not you want to, whether or not you can perform at your best, whether or not you being hurt is better than somebody else that's second or third string, as I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's obvious. That's on the coaches. That's on the coaches' side. But everybody's dinged and everybody's hurt. So these bye weeks are huge. They are they are really big for every team. Good, bad, and different. Team doing well. It's great for them to to be able to get away, uh, you know, hang with family, take a t- take some time to get outside their bubble. If you're if you're not healthy and you're not doing very well, it's another opportunity for you to 
circle the wagons and get your team together and and figure out how you're going to go from this from whatever first half you started make those improvements take those chances put in those guys that are maybe less hurt than somebody else put in these guys that have been showing them showing themselves in practice give them the shot so these bye weeks are huge so my thing is is I'm hoping that for the city of Phoenix, for for my friends and the people that I know, I'd love to see Arizona win that game. You know, you go into the the bye week, you're two and three. You know, you can get an opportunity to right the ship. You can then say, okay, now what 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 improvements do we need to make from here, moving forward? Because after that bye week, you've got Pittsburgh, then you've got Baltimore, and then you've got St. Louis. So, you know, you're Home for Pittsburgh, you're at Baltimore, and you're home for St. Louis. So this bye week probably couldn't have come at a better time for them. Yes, we would have loved to have the Seattle win. Yes, that would have made a whole, I mean, obviously that changes the whole face of going into your bye week, which then will then hopefully launch you into, you know, your full attack on, you know, Pittsburgh and Baltimore and St. Louis. So hopefully, you know, they can regroup and 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 make those changes and and really play a full game. And when you've got an opponent down, you shut them down. You completely put your, I guess they say, put the boot on the throat and just just end it, right? So hopefully for them that happens. Now, I think the other good thing for them is is that you know their league that they're in has not been the strongest in you know in football. I mean you you. If, if San Francisco has been the the benchmark for this division, uh, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think that's. A, I don't think that that benchmark is that high. I don't think that that's uh, one of those benchmarks that you know you're not in the division with um, you know New England or, or or the Colts or or Green Bay or you're not in with the the perennials. You're not in with you know. Uh, I don't think they're in with San Diego, but let me let me double check my facts. But I don't you know. I don't think they're in with San Diego. So you know, I, I think they can win it. You know, I think that they have the right pieces. You know, to to do it, but it, it's not going to happen if if you can't play a full game. That's just that's just not going to happen. So hopefully for them, they they get an opportunity to to turn this season around. Uh, I know that you know all the fans in this area were were you know, on pins and needles about whether or not they're going to come back, whether or not the season's going to open. But I do think that this area has fully embraced it. They have they have gone all out to support it. Uh, I don't know the exact figures or numbers. I don't know if the numbers are down or up, but I know this. I know they're charging a whole hell of a lot of money to go to one of them damn games. I know that. So clearly. They not they they can't be hurting that bad, so or or either that or they just want the fans to pay for the stadium. Either way, I know that they're not doing that terrible. So I know that you know people I talk to every day they're huge supporters and 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 you know fans out here they love to be loyal. They 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 you know they love their team and and for them I'd like to see the Cardinals finally get back to you know. That Super Bowl championship 
uh, uh, swagger and, and, and personality. And, and again, I do think, I do think that they can do that with a young running back, with uh, a young active quarterback, with, you know, Larry Fitzgerald leading. I think that the Cardinals can turn it around. And it's my hope that they win this game with Minnesota and then, you know, take that bye week, regroup, and then really come out swinging because they're going to have to. They got Pittsburgh and they got Baltimore and then St. Louis. You just never know what you're going to get with them, but they're going to have to come out swinging. So that's that. So when we get back, I want to I want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, Big Ten football because I'm surrounded here with Pac-10 country and I'm a huge you know Big Ten fan. I love Pac-10 or Pac-12 or whatever the numbers are. I think we're now it's the Big 12 and the Pac-12. I don't know. I mean everybody's moving their divisions, whatever. Uh, I'm in Pac-10 country, but I want to talk a little bit about uh, um, the Big Ten and 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 some some different stories. Uh, you know, Heisman hopefuls in that in that division. So uh, we'll be back talking college football. Darnell Autry, OTS, Voice America. We'll be back. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Listen to Sports Talk at the Positive Pub every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Gil Tyree talks to sports newsmakers, playmakers, and story breakers. You, the hardcore, interactive, and novice fan, can join the show via your phone calls and emails. Sample what's good, right, and positive about the world of sports every week. Begin your week in a positive way with Sports Talk from the Positive Pub. Be here every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. Oh, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, so, you know, I, I now live I live in uh, Phoenix now, and I... I am now surrounded. I'm in Pac-12 country. I, I think it's it's awesome. I think the fanfare is is great. I think that uh, you know, living so close. I mean, I live really really close to Arizona State, and so a lot of my friends and a lot of people, a lot of my family members are, are big Arizona State fans, and you know they love to see them do well, and I think that's great. But you know, I I, I went I was in the big in 
the Big Ten. That's that's I, I loved the 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 style of football that it was because they ran the ball a lot, uh, and I loved you know just the the mentality. And uh, so I, I figured I'd, I'd talk a little bit about uh, some some Big Ten football. Uh, I'm pretty familiar with it. Uh, like I said earlier, you know I was I was interviewed um, about. Northwestern and Illinois, which is a, is a pretty big rivalry for Northwestern. It's always been Iowa. They, they always have something smart to say about us or something, well, something smart ass to say. I wouldn't say smart, but something bad to say about us, which made them the red letter game every year for us. So, uh, and, and I think, I think we've got some really great rivalries within the Big Ten and, uh, you know, Michigan, um, uh, Ohio State, uh, the, the Illinois, Northwestern, um, I think the, um, what is it? I guess Wisconsin versus everybody. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly who Wisconsin's main uh, nemesis is. I don't know. I think maybe it might be, I mean, going into this season, it might be Nebraska, but I mean, they, they definitely dealt with them. And, and I gotta say, honestly, I love, I absolutely positively love that Nebraska now is in the Big 12. I think they bring a rich history. I think they bring a great fanfare. I think they travel really well. Uh, I think logistically it works for all the schools. Um, and, and I think it's great for uh, other schools to be able to see uh, Nebraska football because I think, you know, it, it's it's done some great things in the past in the, in the past. So I think it's great. I think it makes our our division, our league or whatever you want to call us the, much stronger because every year it's always been either Ohio State or it's been Michigan or it's been um, you know Michigan State uh but I think them adding into the mix has been Penn State I mean them added into the mix it's I think it's just great I think it's amazing and now you know they they've they've broken us up into two divisions uh and I think that's kind of cool because you know, now there's a there's a playoff kind of system, so you have to win your division. You know, the leaders and legends. You know, they have to win your division to actually get a chance to win uh, the Big Ten championship. And I think, um, you know, that would lessen the opportunity, and I think it, it actually may eliminate the opportunity that, you know, two teams in the Big Ten are undefeated. They have they they share the championship and. Um, one goes to the, you know, back in the day when I was there, if we tied and we went to the Rose Bowl last, whoever the team was that we tied with, they went to the Rose Bowl because by virtue of the tie. So, you know, this way it, it definitely says, okay, who is the champion of the Big Ten? I mean, that, it, it's clear, it's and I, and I think that's great. I think it clears up a lot of questions that people may or may not have. So in the Legends divisions, you have Michigan, Michigan State, Iowa, Nebraska, Northwestern, and Minnesota. Now, when I saw that Northwestern was in the same um, division uh, as Nebraska, because I'm familiar with everybody else. I wasn't that familiar with Nebraska. When I saw that, it definitely made me go, oh, man, damn. So now we have to go through, um, which the team, and I didn't make this up, Northwestern is now calling them the Red Army. So now the Red Army to the south. So... Now every year we have to go through Nebraska to get a chance to win the championship, which I think is really, really exciting because I think if you can win your division, I mean, it, it, you're on your way to a legitimate bowl game, I think. 
I think you're on your way to a legitimate bowl game. So in the Legends division right now, you got uh, Michigan that's five and zero. You got Michigan State that's five and one. You got Iowa that's three and one. You got Nebraska that's four and one, and then you got damn Northwestern's two and two, and then Minnesota's one and four. Which I, I don't know what's going on with Minnesota. I don't know what Minnesota's going to do. I don't know. I can't remember Minnesota being good. I, 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 and I, I'm not trying to bash him. I'm just saying I, I genuinely cannot remember when Minnesota was good. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I'm sure it's a great school. It's a beautiful school. I'm sure there's a lot of talented people that go there, and I, I think it's, you know, but they just haven't been good in football for a very long time. So I think it's time for Minnesota to, to figure it out, get get it going. Because uh, I'm a huge fan of the Big Ten, and I love to see all our teams do well. If, if a Big Ten school's playing another conference, I'm always with the Big Ten school. Uh, if they're playing within each other, it depends. I'm always on Northwestern's team, but I like to see the conference be competitive. I like to see the conference um, get as many uh, bowl-eligible teams as they can. So the Legends, uh, it's pretty divided. I mean, again, Northwestern were 2-2. Two and two. I don't I don't know what to make of that. I mean, it's not good. I know that. I know that we were leading Illinois last week, which was a complete heartbreaker. I think we were up by 17 or some stupid number like that, and they ended up coming back and, and winning the game, which definitely, definitely hurt my feelings because then I, you know, now I'm all upset and bent out of shape. They almost ruined my weekend. But, <laughs> no, that's not true. But, it does. It does affect me. I like to see them win. I like to see them do well. I love to see Fitzy do well. You know, for for his sake and for the for the kids on on the campus. I think it's. You know, I know I was there when it when we win when we were won, when we were winning, and I know what that feels like. I know what a difference it makes. And you know, for them, I'd like to see them get on track. So then the other division, the other part of the division is the the leaders division, and in the leaders division you have Penn State. Illinois, Wisconsin, Purdue, Ohio State, and Indiana. Now, I of those teams, obviously, you have the, the big ones. You've got Ohio State and you've got Wisconsin. But obviously, Ohio State's taken a huge hit this year uh, with all the allegations and things and suspended players and whatnot that have been going on there. Fired a coach, brought in a new coach. So it's been uh, it's been quite chaotic over at Ohio State, and you know. It does. It, it it hurts the conference uh, when Ohio State is down. Um, I think that again, being a big a fan of the Big Ten, it hurts me in the sense that I'd love to see Ohio State go out of our division and 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 do big things. Now in our division, hey, Ohio State loses. Hey, aha, it happens. <laughs> so, you know, let's be clear about that. But you know, in this division, you got Wisconsin, and I, I think Wisconsin's ranked. They got to be ranked three or four or something in the country. Something, some big number. I mean, they they are absolutely positively rolling on teams, and they're so they're four and one. They're five. Uh, they're four. Uh, no, sorry, Wisconsin is five and zero. Oh. Penn State is four and one. Illinois is five and zero. Oh. Uh, Purdue is two and two. Ohio State is three and two, and Indiana again is one and four. And now I don't know what is going on with Indiana. Uh, it is a great school. Um, it's in a beautiful area. Uh, they get some good quality talent. I, I, I again one of those schools that I cannot remember um, Indiana being any good and. 
that's sad because I, I again I'm a huge fan of the, of the Big Twelve or whatever we're called Big Ten or whatever it'll always be the Big Ten to me. Um, I'm I'm a huge fan and I, and I love to see all our teams do well, but th- that just you know Indiana Minnesota need to get their get their life together because it's just not good every every year it's just they're just taking a pounding and this year I'm and you know I haven't had much to brag about the last couple of years Northwestern's been bowl eligible but. You know, they haven't won the games they were supposed to win, and, you know, they're always good for one upset every year, which is great. It makes us feel good, but, you know, I think it sort of distracts from the the real mission and the real goal, and that is not only to make it to a bowl game, but to win the damn thing, you know, to make it to a bowl game and win the damn thing. And once you start doing that, once you start winning bowl games and going to bowl games and winning them, then it changes up the whole perspective of your recruiting. It changes up the feel of how the students react to the, you know, the players, uh, how the players react to to being in the system. Uh, so it's a, it's a positive across the board. It helps, you know, inspires the coaches to to want to do better. So you know, going to bowl games is great. I don't I don't want to like downplay that. I mean, there's tons and tons and tons of schools, and there's 119 Division One AA schools or whatever, and not everybody goes to a bowl game, but it sure as hell feels like it nowadays, because they got 36 bowls out there of, you know, and, and I don't know, I don't watch all the bowl games. I mean, I'm a huge fan, but I'm a huge fan of college football, but I don't watch all the bowl games, especially the ones that happen like on a on the, the Tuesday or whatever, and you know the games leading up to the big games. I don't I don't watch all of them, and some say you know maybe there's too many bowls. I mean, you know, team finishes you know six and five, and they go to a bowl game, and then they go to a bowl game and play something they're not supposed to, and get blown away. People go, well, that was a waste, but. I get it. I get it. I understand the the bigger picture is bowl games are great for college. It's a it's another way to make money. It's another way to generate revenue. It's another way to uh, um, you know get media attention around your programs. It's another way for your program to get out there and and you know to to market itself so that the 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 recruits want to go there. Uh, but I will say that you know the the. Joe Weed Eater Bowl or whatever that is, the Tidy Toilet Bowl, whatever bowl names. I mean, they need to work on the names first and foremost because they get the sponsors, they get to name it. But man, you know, give it some cachet at least. But I do, I do, I. But I'm a fan. I think that a playoff system um, would be great. I think it would be great for the fans. I think it would be great for the schools. Uh, I think, I, and I and I get that. You know, there's not as much. It doesn't seem like there's as much money involved um, because you now eliminate some of the bowl games. You also eliminate, you know, some of the teams. But I still think that you can put together a playoff system and, and call each of those games as you're going through the playoffs a, a, a different bowl game, and you can raise money and generate money that way. But again, I get it. it, it it's not the 36 or 42 bowl games or whatever games we have now. Um, but I think for the fans, and and you know, I think it's the prestige that you can honestly then say, you know, I am a national champion, you know, because I won. I, I ended up number one overall. I I won the whole thing. I am the national champion instead of having three or four teams that are undefeated that never played each other. So, big fan of the uh, playoff system. But we're going to take another break, and uh, we'll be right back. And I think we're going to go through the NFL picks uh, after we get back from the, the break. So, Darnell Autry, OTS, Voice America. We'll be back.
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. What does building a family mean to you? Nobody has experienced the pain and joy of family life in a way that Freddie Scott has. And his experiences in life, in sports, and business can help you create a successful family future. We'll cover many aspects of family building and management with a focus on fatherhood. Men and women want their families to succeed during these tough times. Our show will give you hope for the future and practical tools for a successful family. Tune in to The Freddie Scott Show, tackling the game of life, Mondays at Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Sports. Are you ready for an old-school, in-your-face discussion of professional college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with Derek Kennard. You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry. If you have a question for Darnell or his guest, please call 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to Darnell at DarnellAutry.com. Now, back to Outside the Spotlight. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. So, welcome back. We're going to wrap. The, we're going to have one final segment. And I wanted to... I wanted to f- First, touch on a little bit uh, more on uh, the Big Ten. I think this weekend uh, there's some pretty big games going on. Uh, well, not really that big. I mean, you got Illinois and Indiana, which Illinois should roll. They'd be six and zero, which is pretty big. And then um, you know, Michigan comes to Northwestern, which you know that's one of those games that Northwestern's good to win. You know, we're we're always good for one upset. Uh, you know. And I think this 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 week could be one. Uh, another interesting game was the Ohio State at Nebraska. Uh, it's not interesting in terms of uh, the the records. It's interesting because now it's it's one of, it's the first time that Nebraska's facing Ohio State as an inter inter uh, inter division rival, which I think is great. Then you got Minnesota and Purdue. I don't man, okay. Uh, and then Iowa at Penn State, which you know Iowa's three and one, Penn State's four and one. I mean that's the I, that's the race for number two or whatever, number three, as they always tend to battle for that. They used to battle for that that spot in the Big Ten when it was all just one league. So. All kinds of interesting things, and I and I and I do think that there are two pretty big front runners in in the Heisman Trophy candidate race that that will probably come from the Big Ten, and I think it's obviously it's Denard Denard Robinson, and and this kid Russell Wilson. Now, Denard Robinson was not a I, I don't I don't think anybody was surprised. I think you know he, he his flashes last year were just incredible. I mean you know. Will he be an NFL quarterback? I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't imagine somebody uh, not using him as a uh, uh, a slot guy or or one of those uh, uh, you know uh, wildcat type of quarterback. You know, you bring him in, you know, because he just I think he's just too fast, too athletic, uh, too gifted an athlete to not keep him on the field or to sit him as a quarterback and hope that he develops his uh, you know throwing mechanics and you know drops and whatever else. I think he's just too dynamic, and I mean right. Now rushing yards, he's got you know 793, uh, eight touchdowns. He's you know 
no, sorry, rushing, he's got 603 yards and six touchdowns. And passing, he's got 793 yards and eight touchdowns. So, I mean, the numbers are staggering. And I hope, <laughs> I hope that Northwestern uh, comes prepared this week because if they don't, he's going to have 400 yards himself. So I think that these boys, and I know that Fitz is, is getting them boys ready, they need to buckle it up and be ready because he's a dynamic player. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows what he's capable of doing. We need to shut it down. And this other kid, this other kid, Russell Wilson, I didn't know much about him. I, I, I don't, I had no idea. I mean, like, I think he went to, uh, North Carolina State or something and then he went and played baseball or whatever and then he transferred and ended up at Wisconsin, which, I don't know how the hell that happened, but, you know, he's still relatively new there, and he comes out, and he's already got, you know, 1,391 yards uh, uh, passing and 13 touchdowns. And 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 the rushing yards that they've been doing on these teams is just disgusting. So when you have a, a rushing game like Wisconsin does with the boys that they have up front, and then you got Russell Wilson, who is athletic, can run and score, he can throw, he's got a great arm, and he's a seasoned guy, I think he's a fifth-year senior or whatever. When you got those elements, I mean, I, I think Wisconsin has a really good chance of running the table and and, and, and making a run at this national championship thing. Uh, and, and this Russell Wilson kid, I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed. I, I, not that you need me to be like, oh, that's very impressive. Well, Darnell says it's definitely very impressive. No, not at all. I mean, I think his his numbers and, and his game uh, speaks for itself. But I think I think it's just amazing. I think it's exciting for the Big Ten to have these kinds of dynamic players. And again, I do take pride in players that come out of the Big Ten and go off and be. You know the Eddie Georges of the world. To, you know to go out and do something special in the NFL. I I take pride in it. When I find out, oh, he went to Iowa. I'm like, of course he did. He's a Big Ten. You know, I I take that on. It's it's sort of like an extension. Like if you come from you know uh, Minnesota and you got you know got drafted, I that's awesome. He's a Big Ten guy. Of course he got drafted. So I take pride in that. So I I like to keep track of that. But I do think that Russell Wilson and and, and Denard Robinson, you, you definitely got to talk to, talk about them in the Heisman Trophy race. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so now I wanted to sort of get back. Um, to the NFL, uh, I wanted to run through my, my weekly picks uh, because, uh, again, I'm in the pool and I've won it two of the last, uh, what is it, four weeks? Yeah, two of the last four weeks I've won the pool. Again, I do not have any inside information. I just go with my guts. And if my guts turn out to be um, that they have some kind of Harry Potter magic in them, then, hey, so be it. Hey, so be it. I'm just one man. I don't know. Maybe Maybe I do have the gift. I don't know. Either that or I just am guessing right. Because <laughs> I did not win last week, and it was pretty bad. When I look back at the results, I'm like, of course they won. Why would I pick that? So we're going to run through the picks really quickly, and then we're going to wrap this up. So we got New Orleans at Carolina. Uh, I went with uh, New Orleans, even though it's Cam's at home and Cam's shown flashes of greatness. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but I still got Drew Brees and his experience and that team uh, doing well and winning the game. I also hope that Marquise Colson shows up and really starts going after it because he's on my fantasy team too. So uh, we got Philadelphia at Buffalo. I think this is an exciting game. I've got... Um, 
I've got Buffalo winning it because who the hell knows whether or not Vic's playing or not playing. And he's still dinged. I don't know. I think that that team is in disarray, and I think it's they're in trouble. Uh, Seattle at the Giants. Uh, I went with the Giants. Uh, they're at home. Uh, again, I don't know what's going on with Seattle. It's just a cluster. I, I don't know how I feel about Pete Carroll. I just, you know, I don't know how you, you know, do terrible things in college and, you know, get caught up in scandals and then go to the pros and everything's fine. You don't suffer, but everybody else does at your school does. I, I don't know how they're going to rectify that. they got to fix that. Um, Cincinnati at the Jaguars. I went with the Jaguars. I don't know. I think it's, it's just I, I went with home field because I think that, uh, that that matters, obviously. I think it really matters. So I went with the Jaguars on that. Kansas City, Indiana, Indianapolis. Uh, this is just a. Uh, I don't know who's going to be watching this game. Well, I think only people that are in Indiana and uh, people that are in Missouri are going to be watching this game because I don't think anybody else really cares. Um, but I went with Indiana home field. I think uh, they played valiantly last week, but I don't. I don't know. Um, Pittsburgh, uh, Tennessee at Pittsburgh. I went with Pittsburgh. I think that's going to be a great game. Arizona, Minnesota, as I told you, I went with Minnesota because it's a, it's a home game and they have to win, so I picked them. Uh, Oakland at Houston. Uh, if I don't know if Johnson's playing, Andre Johnson's playing. Either way, I, you know, Arian Foster is a beast, and I, I, again, I haven't been boned up on my news whether or not he's got a pulled quad or both quads. I don't know what's going on, but I, I went with Houston. Uh, Tampa Bay at San Francisco. This is my kind of my, my out of the left field kind of, well, not left field, but I think that Tampa Bay has a better chance of winning at San Francisco. Uh, I think that they've, you know, there's a lot of pressure on the young quarterback, and he's three years into it. But I think there's pressure. But I think Freeman is, uh, I think he's more than capable. I, and I was really impressed when I saw him last weekend. Uh, you know, not a lot of people get a chance to see them. Uh, but I got a chance, and I, and I thought it was pretty impressive. Uh, Jets at New England. I, everybody's got that on their list of, of what the week, what Sunday is really going to be about. Uh, I went with New England. They're at home. Uh, I think the Jets, uh, I, I don't know what to make of Mark Sanchez. I have, I, I, the jury's still out. I have no idea. Some days he looks like he's, he's got it. And other days you're like, what, what just happened? Why did he do that? So I don't know. Um, but I went with New England. So did everybody else in the league. Uh, San Diego at Denver. I went with San Diego. Uh, again, quarterback Rivers, he, his numbers are pretty, uh, they're ridiculous as as they always have been. Uh, San Diego, uh, sorry, Green Bay at Atlanta. I love this game. I think this is going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I went with Green Bay. Uh, I just I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Aaron Rodgers. I think he's handled this whole thing with class, uh, with with Favre and all that noise. But I think he's also a great player and he's my quarterback on fantasy. So let's do this, Aaron. Uh, and then Chicago at Detroit. This is a great game for Monday night. I'm so pumped up for Chicago and I'm excited for Detroit because I think this is their opportunity. This is Chicago's opportunity to play spoiler because they're undefeated. This is Detroit's opportunity to really hand it to a division uh, uh, opponent, and I think it's good to be an unbelievably great game. Uh, I also got it at 47 points because I think defensively it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be more of a defensive game. So those are my picks. Uh, thank you very very much for listening to me rant and rave uh, next week. Uh, hopefully we have another exciting show. Um, thanks again for listening. Darno Autry, OTS Voice America. Thank you all. Thank you.
Thanks for listening. Outside the Spotlight with Darnell Autry can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Come back next week for another exciting show.